Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the A to Z Sports Powered as always by the Bet MGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. We are Nationals. On Demand Sports Talk Network on live weekday mornings at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Links to the show segment by segment on our Twitter X timeline. Also hit us up on Instagram, TikTok, and Threads for more great Titans content. Got to thank our sponsors because they truly make it happen for us. And they help out all of you like Wilson County Hyundai. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see them in Lebanon or online at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org. The region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Farm Bureau Health Plans. Get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans at fbhp.com slash atoz. And Krebs Kubota, an elite Kubota dealer with three great locations across the mid-state in Columbia, Murfreesboro, and Franklin. They are online at KrebsKubota.com. So, Zach, yesterday on our show, we discussed two questions. What do we think is going to happen, and what do we think is the best-case scenario? To recap that, uh, now after Mike Vrabel has been fired uh, later on, a couple hours after that show, uh, we both thought Mike Vrabel would be staying. That was our prediction. And uh, my best-case scenario was to trade Mike Vrabel uh, your best case scenario was to keep Mike Vrabel, but uh, Amy Adams Strunk did make the ultimate decision to part ways and fire head coach Mike Vrabel after six seasons. And here is the statement that Amy Adams Strunk released through the Titans. Earlier today, I spoke with Mike Vrabel and told him about my decision to make a change at head coach. As I told Coach Vrabel, this decision was as difficult as any I've made as controlling owner. I appreciate Mike's contribution to the Tennessee Titans, both on and off the field. Anyone who has ever met him knows how passionate and genuine he is, and he's been a strong supporter of the Nashville community. We wish Mike, Gen V, and the Vrabel family nothing but the best in the future. As the NFL continues to innovate and evolve, I believe the team's best position for success will be those who empower an aligned and collaborative team across all football functions. Last year, we began a shift in our approach to a football leadership and made several changes to our personnel to advance that plan. As I continue uh, to assess the the state of our team, I arrived at the conclusion that the team would also benefit from a fresh approach and perspective of a new coaching staff. I believe the Tennessee Titans can and will be a premier National Football League franchise. It is what our fans deserve, and there will be hard decisions along the way. My decision today is not only a reflection of my disappointment in our past two years, uh, but also my recognition that further changes are necessary to fully achieve our vision. I will never shy away from acknowledging that I've been unapologetically high expectations for the football team and every aspect of the Titans organization. Our vision is not simply to produce more wins and losses. It's to regularly compete for championships. While this season was disappointing, I see early signs of progress taking shape. Last year, we added a promising young quarterback and several other talented players to our roster with the coaching search 
enviable cap, inevitable cap space and a top 10 draft position. This off season is as important as any in our history. I'm excited for the weeks and months ahead. Uh, we will meet the moment. We will meet the moment. Amy Adam Strunk ends there. Zach, uh, your reaction, the long statement, a lot of talking and reading somebody else's words for me. Uh, Zach, what do you think about this and how are you feeling on this Wednesday morning after a lot has changed in the organization in less than 24 hours? Well, I think we have to start here because I have to express what I feel a lot of Titans fans and Titans media members feel when a statement is released and a recorded video with Mike Keith is released. And that's frustration because this is a multi-billion dollar team. This is a multi-billion dollar organization that is supported by the city, by the fan base, by a lot of people all across the world. And I believe if you are a controlling owner, which is very powerful, we're going to talk about controlling owner today. Mm-hmm. I believe you owe it to your fan base, your, your season ticket holders, the people that fund your company and your lifestyle to answer some questions. And that was not done. A statement was released and a recorded video was produced. And that's yeah, the key produced. word, produced. This is hiding. And I, if you're a controlling owner and you are a figure and you're a billionaire like Amy Adams Strunk is, I just believe that you need to get out in front of this. And Arthur Blank is an example of an owner who has made some questionable decisions. And a lot of change has happened in the Atlanta Falcons franchise, just like the Tennessee Titans franchise in the last decade plus. He at least answered questions from the media. This is an impactful economic decision. And I just feel like that statement, we can go through the statement, and I think there are a couple of things that stand out to me. I think the word collaboration, you know, if... If that thing is said collaboration one more time over the last 365 days, I'm going to puke because that's all they talk about. But I feel like there wasn't a collaboration. That's why Mike Vrabel was fired. And I think the other thing that I take away from the statement that I want to note is you talk about the, the, the competition and wanting to compete for championships. I do to get to the football side of things because I've I've aired my grievances on mm-hmm. not getting in front of it publicly. Can I can I respond to the the Amy Adams Strunk thing before you dive into football stuff? Because I I agree with you. Amy Adams Strunk now has a track record of not doing this. What I would think and what you are thinking would be the correct way is that after firing John Robinson, Mike Vrabel had to sit up there and answer questions that he could not answer because it was not his decision to fire John Robinson. And then yesterday, Rain Carthon had to sit up there and answer questions about a decision that he did not make, that she made, uh, and he had to go out there and do this. Amy Adams Strunk has not answered questions, and this was thought about. I thought about this the last two times I remember Amy Adams Strunk answering questions. One was after the draft pick of Jeffrey Simmons in April of 2019, 
And there was a quick press conference before the AFC championship game later that season in January of 2020, where she answered some questions alongside Vrabel and John Robinson before they went to Kansas city. That's the last time she's answered questions from the media. She's been around the media. I talked to her like four times during training camp this past year. It's not like she's hard to see or get a hold of, but she will not answer questions about hard decisions and she will put somebody else up there to answer those questions for her that leads to a lot of unproductive uh, press conferences. Well, two things on that. She doesn't have to, okay? So to be fair, she does not have to do anything. So she has the money, she has the power, she has the control, she can make those decisions. Whether we like them or not, now we can criticize her for those decisions, and that's okay, which I, I do. But I do believe this. The measure of a man or woman is when pressure is applied. No, when pressure is applied. Pressure has been applied to her organization when decisions have been made. These are the circumstances that we're talking about. When you hire, or excuse me, when you hire and then fire a general manager in John Robinson midseason, that's a big decision. When you fire a head coach that, look, you go back to the statement and we can bring that back up. The two things that I want to touch on are the last two years, because she said disappointment in our past two seasons, but also recognition that further changes are necessary to fully achieve our vision. Mm -hmm. And then competing for championships on a regular basis. To get to why Mike Vrabel was fired, in my opinion, I think you've got to look to that. I think Amy, Amy thought Mike Vrabel was not the guy to compete and you got to think about this to compete with Lamar Jackson, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, and Patrick Mahomes. I'll sprinkle a little CJ Stroud in there. That may be premature. We'll figure out what he does in the playoffs this weekend. But those four quarterbacks are in your way. And if she believes that Mike Vrabel is not the right head coach to get past those four quarterbacks, because the probability is. You're going to have to face one, if not two of those four on the road to a championship. And you could even face three along the way. So I I think you can justify it however you want. We're going to ask the question to the chat Mm -hmm. and get the community involved as far as right, wrong decision. We're going to get the opinions. But as I view the decision, that's how I have seen the why. Because that's a huge reason why. I just wish she would have told us that live and in person so we can ask the questions and she can be honest instead of nice Mike Keith right next to you in your nice million-dollar facility where you can cut tape and, hey, let's do that over. I don't like how I answered that question. We can see through that. Yes. F it. Let's do it live. F it. Let's do it live. I think that. That's important in these type of situations. Yeah, the ne- every time I see that video that was produced by the Titan site in YouTube, I think I'm watching Hunger Games propaganda. We're all sitting there doing our jobs in our district, and all of a sudden the TV pops on, and Amy Adams Strunk is telling us something in a washed-out room that we don't have an ability, anybody, fans, media, uh, anybody, season ticket holders who are pseudo investors in the team because of what you're doing. And with a new stadium on the way, the state 
and the most publicly funded new stadium in NFL history is being built in the next few years, starting this offseason, starting this summer. And all we get is Amy Adams Strunk breaking the static on our Hunger Games TV and giving us all this nonsense. So let's go ahead and ask the question. We'll talk about uh, Amy Adams Strunk and we'll hear from her video about the trade uh, within the next conversation. But want to get you guys involved. We have a fantastic live audience in here where we will answer your questions and we will let you answer our questions. Was firing Titans head coach Mike Vrabel the right or wrong decision by Amy Adams Strunk? Because let's be clear, this was an Amy Adams Strunk decision. Rand Carthon did not make this decision. So right or wrong uh, by uh, Amy Adams Strunk to fire Titans head coach Mike Vrabel, but first we'll tell everybody about the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get injured in life, you have to know where you can turn to get that injury, to get that thing that's hurting you uh, taken care of so you can get back to life, back to work, back to social life. If your son or daughter gets hurt playing youth sports, don't let that thing linger. Make sure you get the best of the best to take care of that injury and to keep you off the sidelines and playing in life. They've got all the experts, all the resources in one facility right there in Franklin, right off I-65 at uh, boneandjointtn.org. A to Z Sports, we are powered by BetMGM. Titans may not be in the playoffs this weekend, but you can get involved by placing as many wagers as you want responsibly, but use that bonus code ATOZ Sports if you download or when you download the BetMGM app on your Apple or Android app store. You can go to the app store right now, today, wait till after the show, and then download the BetMGM app and get in on the action. New users, you risk-free bet up to $1,500 if your first bet misses. That's new users. So if you're a new user, use the bonus code A-T-O-Z-S-P-O-R-T-S. Download BetMGM. All right, so uh, was firing Titans head coach Mike Vrabel the right or the wrong decision by Amy Adams Strunk? Uh, a couple other insights and details that are beginning to emerge about how this went down. Ian Rappaport this morning on NFL Network saying that it was a short meeting uh, on Tuesday between Amy Adams Strunk and Mike Vrabel. Rand Carthon not involved in that short meeting. There were a few things presented to Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel uh, not necessarily uh, on board with those things presented. And Amy Adams Strunk had her answer. Uh, Ian Rappaport also saying that this has been brewing over the last several weeks uh, to months, even beginning uh, when Vrabel went up to New England to be in the Ring of Honor, which was mid-October during the Titans bye week uh, for the Patriots. And the reporting that came after that is saying the Patriots might have Vrabel as a quote-unquote home run hire to replace Bill Belichick. So uh, those reportings, the latest details from Rappaport, that a short meeting, Vrabel presented with a few ideas and things that he did not necessarily want to do. And Mike Vrabel is out after six seasons. So Zach, I will send you to a very, very busy chat on Facebook and YouTube. Hit that like button too for us, please. The right or wrong decision by Amy Adams Strunk to fire Vrabel. Ashley will start us off. She goes right. Andre says absolutely right. Joseph says wrong. Oliver says wrong big time. So four comments. You got two rights, two wrongs. So let's see what the, the rest of the chat says. Big right from uh, Ras. Biggie right there. Right from Nick. Right from Charles. We've got right from Tighten Up. 100% right from Jay. Nathaniel says right. Eric says right. Brandon goes with wrong. It was the right decision from Jacqueline right there. 
Anthony says yes. So yes being the right decision. Steven also says yes. Deshaun Washington goes with right. So does Eric. So does Joan. Jonah, excuse me. David says right. Yuri says right. Super wrong from Esco. Dead wrong from Jabu, the longtime viewer of this show. So we're getting some, some good comments going back and forth. Rashid, Recht, and Kirk, and Jermel all go with right. Uh, we've got a wrong right there. Roger says wrong. Anthony says right. Jacob says wrong. A couple of wrongs coming in from IR. And Rooney, wrong from sports fan because of the way it was done. So, look, that is going to the point of the way like it was that. done. You know, and to dive a little bit deeper into that, you know, this happened pretty swiftly, but there was some buildup to it over the last, let's say, seven to 10 days, right? Some uncertainty because the last two seasons, and we'll go through, you know, Vrabel's resume here shortly, but we know the last two years have not been good. I mean, they have it. That no, they have and, not put the product we, up on the field that Titans fans could be proud of or ownership could be proud of. Yeah, anybody that goes six and eighteen in a twenty-four game stretch should not feel good about where they are. Especially you win thirteen games in two combined years, right after you win twelve games in one year, you're not going in the correct direction, right? Like there was nine and seven, nine and seven what, uh, 10 and 6, 12 and 5, 7 and 10, 6 and 11, right? So it's, you went up, you hit a peak, now you're going down. Sure, John Robinson had all of this to do. The roster is bad. There's no denying that. And I think, you know, it says a lot about Amy Adams Strunk to step out and fire John Robinson when she did. So there's a lot of things to get to. So when I'm answering the question, right or wrong, I've been saying this for Months now, ever since November 5th, when Ben Volan of the Boston Globe was the really the first to step out and say the Patriots could be interested in trading for Mike Vrabel if they move on from Bill Belichick. What did I say, Zach, that very next day? This is the perfect opportunity for the Tennessee Titans to change now, sooner, rather than later, to take full advantage of Will Levis. Because to that point, Will Levis had played two football games. One of them, he threw four touchdowns and had the best game of a rookie debut since Fran Tarkington. And the next one in Pittsburgh, rookie quarterbacks over the last 20 in Pittsburgh. Will Levis had a shot at the end zone twice to win that football game, threw a pick, they lost, right? But you saw some guts right there from Levis. You saw some capability in that quarterback. And so I thought there was an opportunity for the Tennessee Titans to to make a change now rather than wait another year. And I said it again yesterday. And so at first, when I saw this news, I thought, man, if Mike Vrabel goes to the New England Patriots for absolutely nothing, that's a failure by the Titans organization. Tiffany right there should have traded. But because I think exactly. a lot of people thought that. That was my initial reaction. But then as the day played out, even before I saw the video that I'm about to play from Amy Adams Strunk, I changed my tune on that. Here's Amy Adams Strunk on that situation. There's been discussion in a lot of different circles about the possibility of trading the head coach. Was consideration given to trading Mike Vrabel? 
Well, yes, there was, but there's a bit of misconception about a coach's contract, say, versus a player's contract. A coach's contract, you can't trade them unless they're a willing partner to that trade. So, yes, we thought about it, but at the end of the day, with league rules the way they are, it would have maybe put us back three weeks. And, you know, honestly, to, to get the right head coach, I was just not willing to, to go to the back of the line and take a chance of missing out on someone we, we really wanted. And so, Zach, for the Titans to move on from Mike Vrabel, they have, damn it, they cannot miss. And so in my whole thing about the opportunity presented to have a offensive-minded head coach to come in for a year two of Will Levis with $75 million of cap space and the seventh overall pick and all these opportunities to build, I think the AFC South's wide open. I said yesterday, I think Brable and Levis together with all those things could compete for the AFC South. But right now, making this move, it's not about 2024. It's about starting 2024 for, to go for it in 2025 and beyond with Will Levis as your quarterback. And you don't want to have to make that decision on Will Levis for multi-hundred million dollar contract with a new head coach again. Because the reality is, with all the stuff, all the turmoil that's been behind the scenes from Mike Vrabel and the situation, it was inevitable. Mike Vrabel was never going to live out the Will Levis rookie contract uh, as the Titans head coach. So you do it a year earlier than potentially too late, which could be the next year. So my official answer, Zach, it's the right move. It's the right decision. And let's just say this about Amy Adams Strunk. I don't agree with her not meeting the media. I think she should have done that. But this is some guts. She has made some big decisions. Has she missed yet? Let, let, I'm going to ask that. Has she missed yet? The first thing she did when she took over for her brother-in-law, Tommy Smith, who was not very well organized, she fired Ken Wisenhunt during Mariota's rookie year. Right? That was the correct move. She fired Rustin Webster that January. Then she goes and brings in Mike Malarkey, and John Robinson, those were good moves. Then she fired Mike Malarkey after they won a playoff game because she wanted to take the next step, have a high standard. She brought in Mike Vrabel, the correct move. They didn't make the playoffs the next year, but they did three years in a row after that. Now they're at a spot. Has Mike Vrabel taken this franchise as far as Mike Vrabel can? There's a clean break between Tannehill, Henry, Vrabel. You, none of those guys are coming back but you got Will Levis and a bunch of money to go build around him and some good pieces and a new a GM and Rand Carthon. It was a correct move to fire John Robinson because that was a disaster sliding downhill fast. So she had missed yet. You might well, not I, like to, the way she went about it. I think the it. only she miss, had. I think you bring up some, some fair points. And I think that overall, Amy Adams Strunk has been a good quality owner. Hasn't been a great owner because that comes with championships and all that other stuff. That's what she's working towards. But she's been a good quality owner, especially known from what you mentioned of where they came from with Tommy Smith and the disaster of the organization of the family because 
her father, Bud Adams, did not have a set good plan when he passed away. It's very important. That was a exactly. life lesson she hasn't for even a lot been, of people. She hasn't been running the show for a decade yet, right? Like how many owners, like it takes time, right? F to take over and it was a mess, right? Of what you just said. It, 2015 is when she took over. It hadn't even been a full 10 years yet. She's been a great owner because ask Nate Washington. As well, Bernard, great Collier, owners have Super Bowls. There are two different things. Great owners, not the owners, are always going to make money for the community because that is how the conglomerate of the National Football League works, right? It's like Chick Fil A. You can't put a bad Chick Fil A anywhere; it's going to make money, right? So it's not about the financial impact. It's about looking at those those singular franchise and how they're run. I'm not going to use the word great yet until. They have some hardware, and I think that's fair to say. But she's been she a, has been a good quality owner from when she took over. And I again, the criticisms that I have are her being in front and answering the tough questions in a position of power, right? And I think same. the only thing that you could probably criticize her is, I think she gave John Robinson a lot of power and then all of a sudden took it away from him in a very short amount of time. Was that the right decision at the time? I think we all agree. After you draft Isaiah Wilson and Rashawn Evans and Caleb Farley, your ass needs to go away and trade away A.J. Brown, which was the tipping point. We can all mm -hmm. criticize that. But I do think Amy Adams Strzok wants to win. I don't think she's afraid of making moves. And I think that's valuable. You don't want a complacent owner. You want somebody that doesn't you know, make rash decisions and just changes all the time. You want strategic moves. And yep. what you went through and the timing was a strategic move. Because yes, if you look at the timetable and the logistics, the trade, I think it's a very fair topic to talk about. Why didn't you trade Mike Vrabel? Well, I think the NFL moves very fast and it's like high school. There's a lot of whisperers out there. If you flirt with the New England Patriots, about trading Mike Vrabel mid-season, I think you destroy your season. And I think if they don't trade for him, you're now in you're now the perception of your franchise is in a completely different light. So Toothpaste this decision, this decision to fire Mike Vrabel, I think happened in the last 10 days. And look, that it happened, but was it right or wrong? I think now looking back at it. I think I was more of a Vrabel supporter, obviously, than you were along the way. And that's fair, right? We all have our <laughs> yeah. opinions. Yep. I, I thought Mike Vrabel was a sign of stability. And I probably believed in his culture and his consistency more. But the fact of the matter is, is in the last 24 games, he's been disastrous. He's only won six. And... I think Amy Adams Strunk looked at the trajectory. We look about the trajectory of the franchise. She wasn't willing to hit rock bottom. She wanted to cut the legs out and say, all right, I've had enough. A new era. Vrabel, as you mentioned, Vrabel, Henry, Tannehill, John Robinson, Mike Vrabel. Let's wash our hands. We've got Rand Carthon, who she obviously believes in. Let's have him go higher and collaborate with whoever she he needs to collaborate to go hire a new head coach and get some fresh blood in. Because I want to say this one thing before we move forward. Austin, mm -hmm. one of the biggest criticisms of Mike Vrabel 
was his loyalty. Now, loyalty is a big word, but he didn't want to fire the special teams coordinator after their punter got destroyed and limped off the field. He didn't want to fire Todd Downing midseason after the DUI and that circumstance and their landslide of seven straight losses. He didn't want to do all of that. He didn't want to go outside and hire a different offensive coordinator. He wanted to hire within for Tim Kelly. Shane Bowen, the same type of way. He didn't want to fire a lot of these in-house hires that he had networked with. He wanted to just change their title and move them around. That is a fair criticism of Mike Vrabel. He was not the end-all, be-all, unbelievable head coach. I think he had a lot of great qualities, but I think his loyalty and too much just owed to his staff and his guys ultimately got him in trouble because that's what Amy Amy Adams Strunk said in her statement is that she wanted different continuity and different blood and a a little new life in this new staff. Yeah, there's a lot to get to that. And and I've said for a long time uh, that a defensive-minded head coach is always going to have the problem of a rotating door of offensive coordinator, and that is not how you have continuity. And there is – it's easier – for Ryan Tannehill at age 29, 30, 31, 32, 33 to pick up new offensive coordinator relationships than it is Will Levis at age 22, 23, 24, 25. Ryan Tannehill was a veteran guy that was thriving with Vrabel. That makes sense to me. And I question this at some point this season. I didn't know if Mike Vrabel was the right person to start fresh for a rebuild. I think another layer to this of the friction potentially between Vrabel and Carthon was already on the right page of what needs to happen in the offseason of 2023. Vrabel wants to win. Zach, I saw your tweet thread about this. Vrabel wants to win. Rand says, I've got to win long-term. I thought Sam did a phenomenal job of asking Rand Carthon in the press conference yesterday. And I'm sure we'll have a topic about it later. But uh, does did your plan with Vrabel this offseason, was it a multi-year plan, and will it still be able to work with unnamed head coach next? And Rand kind of was like, yeah, we're going to have to see if some things can translate. I don't know. We might have to redo a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So I, there's so many different layers to this, but I do think you have to give credit to Amy Adams Strunk. This is a massive risk. A massive risk. Go look at every national NFL person saying, like, what are the Titans doing? Mike All right, so I got, I got two comments for that. I got two comments okay. for that because it goes right to that. I saved these, and they're perfect for this timing. Cody, and I started this earlier, and we're going to get to Super Chats later in the show. Oh, so yeah. You just oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A big show, probably going to have a long show today, which is okay. Cody says, glad we're having this show today and not a year from today because that was the big decision. And then Demetrius comes in and says, you should tell that to the national media, Zach, because they think that he is a coaching guy. Mike Vrabel has a very good national reputation. And that, look, there that is perfectly fine. But when you're really close to the situation, you know more about your loved ones than everyone else, right? And we know Mm -hmm. more about Mike Vrabel. I talked about loyalty. Austin, this is not the first time that a coach has been fired because of loyalty, right? I mean, no. 
it it's has not the happened. First coach that Amy Adams Strunk is fired because of loyalty. You remember Bruce Matthews? I Wanted remember Terry Matthews. Oh, well, that Terry wasn't Amy. That was, yeah. yeah. That, that, but co coaches and loyalty, because they're a network, because they're going to find other jobs, and I we get it. But it is a weird web that is woven throughout the, the, the coaching trees and, and, and the coaching hirings of that being undone. That is a thing. And the national media can criticize, but Amy Adams Strunk knew Mike Vrabel's pros and cons. And the national media, I think they just focus on Mike Vrabel's pros. And for this franchise at this moment, Amy Adams Strunk make it, made a decision. So I, I was surprised with my answer because I, I think I would have said this was the wrong decision leading up to this. But diagnosing the timing, the reasoning, the lack of trade, and the reasoning because of that, it's the right time because now is the right time. This is the NFL. It moves very yep. quickly. Quarterbacks come and go. Coaches come and go. And you've got to move and, and adapt. You have to die. And Amy Adams Strunk chose yesterday to adapt. You said adapt or die. There's two words that really stuck out from Amy Adams Strunk's statement. And she also echoed this in that propaganda video uh, with Mike Keith. But she said, as the NFL continues to innovate and evolve, is Mike Vrabel going to evolve his winning formula? Adventure Science Center, a great partner of ours this season. Mike Vrabel's winning formula. What did it do? You put in all those elements and you come out with a win. You run the football, you protect the football and win the turnover battle, and you have a better quarterback rating. Mike Vrabel was tied to those three things to a fault at times. So was at the Miami Dolphins game was 0 for 3. 0 for 3 in those three categories. And winning the running game, turnover battle, and quarterback rating. But you know what helped? A quarterback who said, let's F and go, and let's throw the ball and get down the field and make plays. So what overrides the winning formula is a quarterback who can be maximized. And Mike Vrabel's not maximizing a quarterback. He's just not. Not, not moving forward because that's not what his style of winning is. Not moving forward with the Tennessee Titans. So I want to touch on that. We're going to go over Vrabel's resume, and I've got an opinion yeah. on Mike Vrabel and the future of Mike Vrabel because – He's going to find a job very, very quickly. We all know that, and there's a reason for that. So I'm going to get into that, but first, I'm going to tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans, FBHP, Farm Bureau Health Plans. FBHP.com slash A to Z is where you need to go. If you're in the state of Tennessee, they got 200-plus locations. You sit there and say, Zach, why are you talking about Farm Bureau Health Plans? I talk about them because I endorse them because I have a health plan with Farm Bureau Health Plans of Tennessee. Titans trust Farm Bureau Health Plans. Tennessee Vols touch the, to trust Farm Bureau Health Plans. I myself, A to Z Sports does. They've been in business over 75 years. They can help you for health, dental, and vision. They help me and my family. They can help you and your family get a quote today. You don't have to sign on the dotted line if you don't want to. There's not a, you're not forced to do it. But when I got a quote and I took my health assessment, I looked at the plan and I looked at the price in which I saved 20%. And I chose yes. You can choose yes too. 200 plus locations and agents all across the state of Tennessee. FBHP.com slash A to Z. 
I'm more of right Mike Vrabel conversation here in a second, but BetMGM always win big with BetMGM and sign up with our code ATOZ Sports. It's the perfect time to do that. Playoffs, you got six juicy games coming up this weekend, a holiday weekend, three day weekend for a lot of you guys. Do it big with BetMGM with bonus code ATOZ Sports. That means your first bet offer, you can't find it anywhere else, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet misses. So go big with that first bet this weekend. You've also got basketball, college and pro to take advantage of. Hockey, there's some winning to be done there with the BetMGM app. Uh, BetMGM.com, code ATOZ Sports, up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if that first bet misses. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 or older, Tennessee, only new customer offer. All promotions, subject qualifications, other requirements. First, online room money. What's your only rewards? You should not drop bonus bets. Bonus bets expire some days. And for problem game sport, call Tennessee Redline, 800-889-9789. Zach, I know you were about to take the conversation in a direction. I'll, uh, uh, where were you going with that? Let's jump back into it. A lot of good things to cover. Mike Vrabel. Okay, Mike Vrabel has had a damn good record. Now, over the last 24 games, not as much, but 54 and 45, four winning seasons. He did take over a playoff team. We That needs to be recognized. Three playoff bursts, two division titles, in which the Titans, that was kind of eluding them prior, and coach of the year in 2021. That's a pretty damn good resume but Austin you brought up something that I think needs to be discussed which is Mike Vrabel had success with a veteran quarterback that didn't need grooming or taught or an, a quarterback guru or needed to be worked on his, his footwork his throwing motion his reads that's something Will Levis needs to be worked on and we all assume and we should the Titans need to go get an offensive minded head coach it's unique because I think out there right now, the best situation for Mike Vrabel is not necessarily the New England Patriots because the New England Patriots don't have a quarterback. Now, they have the third mm-hmm. overall pick. They can go draft a quarterback, and maybe Mike Vrabel can prove that he can groom a young QB into an elite-type passer and manager. But the Los Angeles Chargers... I think check a lot of Mike Vrabel's boxes. The problem is they're coming off of a defensive-minded head coach, and I think they are looking like the Titans are. Justin Herbert has proven that the guy can pass, the guy can win, he's got talent, he can make the, the, the reads and make the throws. But that's the type of situation I think Mike Vrabel thrives in. That's not the situation the Tennessee Titans currently are in. He needs that proven quarterback that he he can concentrate on locker room environment defensive masterminding and playing close and winning close games because I think Mike Vrabel we criticized him early on in his head coaching career with some in coaching decisions but he got better year over year of those in coaching decisions managing the game one thing comes to mind how he He kind of schooled his mentor in Tom Brady's last game, ran all that time off the clock with the false start by Wesley Woodyard and didn't give Tom Brady an opportunity to get back in the football game. That was good in-game management. There's a situation for Mike Vrabel to thrive in this league, and I think national media believes that that's anywhere and everywhere. I don't necessarily (laughs) believe that. I think it's got to be the right fit for Vrabel. I totally agree. And I think to, to 
sum that up. The Titans situation changed, and it, Mike Vrabel was no longer the right guy for it because I don't think he was really willing to step out there and, and do all that. Um, and look, I get Amy Adams Strunk, I was going through the, the big risk that she just took. She just took a massive risk, and she best not miss. And what I really respect about the decision is that she called it one of the hardest decisions she's had to make as controlling owner for eight to nine years. I believe that, you know, Amy Adams Strunk was very present and has been for a while. I've seen those two interact together quite a bit, whether it's with fans, without fans, just talking through things. And I think Mike Vrabel deserves a ton of respect for what he was doing with this organization and what he did in the community. I saw the Special Olympics of Tennessee post this thing yesterday on social media, thanking him for all the effort and energy that he put into them. Ben Jones put together a post that made me really be like, oh my gosh, am I getting emotional? Because of what Ben Jones and Mike Vrabel went through together. So there's a lot of things right there with Mike Vrabel, right? But Amy Adams Strunk says, evolve and innovate. And she has a high standard not just win more games and lose, which is nine and seven, nine and eight, but to go compete. And if they want to go compete, she has to get rid of Rabel now to make sure that they can get the guy that they want. Buck Rising said this yesterday pretty quickly that Ben Johnson is somebody the Titans are very interested in. And we've got a top five candidate board on our website, a to zsports.com. You can go read where Ben Johnson is and some others on that list. And we'll talk about that for the next week or so because they can't talk to anybody until after this wild card weekend. And Buck also is working on this too, that there are three teams, Zach, to your point about uh, what the right fit is for Vrabel. Three teams that are expressing interest in Vrabel. And uh, Buck will have that published today on a to zsports.com as well because yeah, you're 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 really letting a guy go that has value around the league, but getting the guy that you think can maximize Will Levis with the seventh overall pick with $75 million of cap space is worth it. Then maybe you missed out on a few draft picks for trading Mike Vrabel, but you no longer have the guy. Getting the right guy is the main priority, the number one priority is getting the right guy. So do whatever you have to do to get the right guy. And firing Mike Vrabel on January 9th was the first domino to finding the right guy. And, you know, controlling owner, usually when you're in a position of power and you have that much money, you just make decisions and move forward. Like, Maybe a tough decision, but you make moves and you move forward because you've experienced enough and you've got to manage enough things in your life that you've got to manage a lot of things, right? I'm not saying that it's it's easy or hard, but usually controlling owners, they move forward. They make the decision, they fire the individual, and then they go get their guy. And that's one of the reasons why that, you know, Mike Vrabel wasn't traded along with that. I, I do think... And this kind of goes into, and we got to dive into Rand Carthon's press conference. And mm -hmm. there's a lot to, to get to uh, over the next several days and a lot to discuss, especially as the search goes on. You know, I, I think I think there was something to the dynamic of Amy Adams Strunk, Mike Vrabel, and Rand Carthon since Rand Carthon was hired. That there was a relationship between the three, between the two, you know, whatever that triangle was, 
Mm-hmm. Something occurred where it wasn't just about the losing record. I, I there 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 was more than that, and you know, I, Rand I spoke on that, and uh, and he spoke on a lot of things. I think Rand Carthon. I've got my opinions on the press conference overall, but that yeah. was one of the things he kind of led with was the relationship. And, you know, I, I think there was something there. All right, let's hear it from uh, Titan GM Rand Carthon, who was up there to address the media. This was as he opened before uh, answering or fielding any questions. Here was Rand. Uh, this morning, Miss Amy um, informed Coach Raves that he would no longer be the head coach here. Um, first and foremost, I want to thank Raves for what he's done here the last uh, six years. Uh, particularly the time that we've spent together. Um, you know, I want to thank Jen and Carter and Tyler for their sacrifices um, for allowing him to put in the time that he put in here while here is our head coach. Um, I also want to say, you know, I know there's been a lot of speculation over the last, you know, two, three months or whatever it's been about the nature of Mike and I's relationship. I will say that Mike and I, we've never had any issue versus whether it's personal or professional. Uh, we worked well together um, and had a good relationship. Uh, we were in lockstep. Uh, so I want to finally come out and, you know, dispel that. And, uh, you know, I wish Vrabes, you know, nothing but the best. I uh, consider him a friend, and I feel like we'll be that way moving forward. And so with that said, I'll open up for questions. I'll, I'll start here. Like, I, I don't the buy way, The way Rand said that, I consider him a friend. I feel like we'll be like that moving forward. And I, I finally want to come out and put that. You guys just met. No, you can be friends with somebody, but like, here's my problem. I don't, if, if there was a public narrative, Zach, that you and I were, were like not working together well. And the, the, if, if you just replace Rand Carthon and Mike Vrabel's names and all those reports, and it was Austin Stanley and Zach Bingham, whatever side it was, I'm not waiting multiple months to come out and say something and be like, you know what? The day that my friend is fired, I'll finally put that to bed. The day that he, that my friend is fired, I'm finally going to address something. That just seems so hollow. And look, I don't think that they were like, like bashing their heads against one another. I, I, I don't, do I think there were some disconnect between vision? Like, yeah, then we wouldn't be here. I agree with you, Zach. If this was about losing games and football reasons, then Mike Vrabel would have been fired on Monday, just like everybody else, not on Tuesday. I'm right there with you. But I don't think it was like toxic. I don't think that it was super awful do i think that they can be friends and that they are friends and friendly and get along yeah i do but are they not aligned with what they need to be aligned with it's like what we said yesterday if you've got a a a man and a woman and they're in relationship and they're trying to figure out if they want to get married and one of them wants to have four kids and the other one wants to have zero and have surgery and have procedures to make sure there's zero that's not going to work long term and so it's not about our socks left on the floor. Did you do the dishes on time or not? Or did you take the trash out when I asked you to 15 minutes ago? It's about the long-term plan for what this relationship, what this marriage is going to be between GM and head coach. And if you're on the same page about how many kids you want to have and zero versus four, then it's not going to work. So 
I agree with you on some of the the stuff. I, I think when you address it, that's the only time that you address it because that had been swirling over the last couple of weeks. So I, I actually appreciate Rand. I wish he would have said the vision thing, which I'll get to in a second. But he came out and he at least addressed it. Whether he squashed it or not, uh, that just doesn't sound like, you know, if if our relationship is good and there's a bunch of rumors saying that it's bad, I'm coming up to the mic and saying, you guys got that dead wrong because our relationship was absolutely fine. This was not about Mike Vrabel and Rand Carthon. I would have said that with conviction. That was yeah. like a breakup. When it's not a bad breakup, when one doesn't cheat on the other or they hate each other, they usually say what Rand said. Is that, oh, yeah, we're we're amicable. But doesn't mean that there wasn't things going on. I don't think that they were at each other's throats like you do, but I do believe no, that. I don't, I don't think they were either. Look at the situation. And I actually think this is a positive moving forward because it's more traditional. I think that the the relationship was more untraditional. So a traditional franchise, and let's just go to the history. Owner hires general manager. General manager hires coach. Collaboration, there's your word, on all sides. Well, that got shook up, right? And that was shook up with malarkey, interim. Okay, then you're going to hire a general manager. Then you fired malarkey. Then John Robinson, traditional, then goes and finds his head coach, but makes so many bad roster decisions and bad first-round draft picks and trades that he gets fired. That was not anything. That was John Robinson's fault. I would love to hear a 30 for 30 on John Robinson on what truly happened with the A.J. Brown trade and why and all of that stuff. But I actually think that this is a positive to kind of get back to center because we all know Mike Vrabel has an ego, probably more so than other coaches. He's a player. He's fiery. He's a defensive-minded guy. He tackles quarterbacks for a living or has. So I think when you bring in a new person that is somewhat the label or title of general manager traditionally is overhead coach. But that's not what they wanted, or at least that's what they said. And I think there was a power struggle. I truly do. I think a new guy comes in. Mike Vrabel had been there for years. He didn't get the general manager that he preferred. Rand Carthon was not his mm-hmm. general manager that he preferred. That's been documented. Amy Adams went outside, hired Rand Carthon, brought him in, and said, you guys play nice. I don't think they played as nice as what Rand just expressed to us. And I think that was a part of the firing. It wasn't all, but it was a part of the firing. So I don't buy what Rand Carthon said to us to start. I think there was more to it. So like, uh, I, I actually do. I buy that they got along well enough for it to not be a toxic relationship. I just think this was a fundamental beliefs thing that was not about like, I don't like you. you. One can think that they have a bad roommate without the roommate believing that the other does. I I, I don't know if you've been in that situation. I've been in that situation in college. I hated this MF. -er. I I came home. I was like, I could not wait till this dude left. And when I was in college, he moved out and we actually became amicable because I didn't have to see the, the dude's yeah, face every living day. with somebody. He had different. no idea. He had no clue 
And I'm sure everybody can resonate with that, whether you're growing up. And so that could have been the case. And I think what do you Mike think about Vrabel this probably errs more on the side of frustration because a new person came in. But what about the fact in the reporting, Diana Rossini said this yesterday, that Mike Vrabel did not want out or did not ask for a trade. Because we remember, we played it from Andy Adam Strong. In order for a head coach to be traded, they have to be a willing partner in said trade. Now, there could be multiple reasons why Vrabel would not be a willing partner. But I, but Diana Rossini, who I believe has a very good relationship with Mike Vrabel, Mike Vrabel, Diana reports, he did not want out. Mike Vrabel wanted to be the Titans head coach I know with Rain Carthon because that's I, what he I'll knows. tell you what I think. I'll tell you what I think happened. I think Mike Vrabel wanted to remain the Titans head coach. He had two years left to go on in his deal. I don't think he liked the structure of what the relationship between Amy and Rain and Mike Vrabel's responsibilities. Like I said yesterday, I think that it was you guys collaborate. And then a year later, it was like, well, we need some more defined roles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Mike Vrabel had that conversation with Amy Adams Strunk. And Amy Adams Strunk's defined roles for Mike Vrabel were not the defined roles that Mike Vrabel wanted. Yeah, and I so think I was, they, I want to say, you look, Amy Adams Strunk fired Mike Vrabel. You can say that, label it. You could put it on a tweet. You can do whatever. But I think that after that discussion, it was pretty clear cut that we need to move off from each other. We need to yeah. go our separate waves. And Mike Vrabel did not want to work under the conditions that Amy Adams Strunk visioned the conditions being within the organization. Agree. And that's oh, that I, I, I am very I, confident in that yeah. is what occurred. Same, same. And uh, Ian Rapport said this morning on NFL Network, basically short meeting between Amy Adams Strunk and Mike Vrabel. Amy presented Mike with a few things. Mike said, I don't like this. And that's about it. Right. And I, I totally agree. So I think relationships were fine, but I think it's what you said of defined lack of defined structure that Vrabel felt would be indicative of winning. Buck said this last night on primetime. He's going to be writing about it more that Mike Vrabel is not power hungry. Mike Vrabel's not saying I want autonomy and control over the roster. He doesn't want that, but Mike Vrabel believes in himself to say, if I have more control than what I currently do, I think that gives us a better chance to win because I know what wins games in the NFL. That's what Mike Vrabel believes. It's more of a competitive thing than it is an arrogance or a cockiness or a control power stuff. Uh, I think it's more about like what you said, lack of defined structure that Vrabel was comfortable with moving forward. And that's it. But I also think, like I've been saying this whole time, this is a great opportunity for the Tennessee Titans. And so anybody who's out here, you can question Amy Adams Strunk all you want on her decisions and what she's made, but you cannot question her commitment to elevating this franchise year in and year out. You cannot question that. Elevating the franchise and putting millions of dollars into facilities, paying players contracts, that is her money, not boosters paying NIL deals in college or under the table handshakes or boosters paying for facility upgrades. Amy Adams Strunk and her family's businesses paying that money to upgrade those facilities, to pay players contracts. She would have paid A.J. Brown. That was not up to her. 
I feel she paid Jeff. She paid Harold. She paid Harold again. She paid Ryan Tannehill. She paid Derek. She paid Jarrell Casey. She paid Lawan. She paid Byard. All these guys that deserved it. Ultimately, I, I, I'll push back on that. That is her decision. If she wants something, she can have it. So if the she AJ didn't want to trade AJ Brown and she wanted to pay I, AJ Brown, she could have done it. So, and I, like, because, because the buck stops with her, right? And I, I, I agree. She's made so many really good decisions that have put this franchise in a better place than it was. This is a young franchise that doesn't have a lot of history. Let's be honest with this, okay? Does not have a lot of history compared to the Bears and the Packers and the Patriots and all of the, the Cowboys. This is a younger franchise that has not won a Super Bowl. They've been to one and they've lost it. They've been to numerous AFC championship games and they've lost those. But this is the best part about the NFL. When change happens, we're going to find out if this was the right or wrong move based on what they decide. I want to touch on one thing before we are going to get to Super Chats and get oh, the, yeah. the community more involved this week because there's a lot to unpack here. I thought Rand Carthon did a couple of things in his press conference yesterday. I think that he protected his boss, which was smart. Whether it was right or wrong, he protected the decision of his boss. I think he skirted around to those questions, but he answered those fine. I thought, I don't buy the Vrabel relationship stuff. I've, we've kind of talked on that. I also don't like how he gave excuses with the injuries of, don't, Everybody has injuries. Now, is there a reason why the last three years the Titans have been more injured than I feel like any other NFL team or at least bottom five? I think there's something there. I think he could have avoided that. And I actually appreciated Kowarski pressing him on being more present. Mm -hmm. He's a young first-year general manager. And I don't mind him admitting his inexperience. I think that's just truthful, right? Like, I appreciate the yeah. honesty there. Yeah, he said he's got right? some things to work on, which sure. I do think he needs to be now that Mike Vrabel, who besides Derrick Henry was the face of the franchise, right? Most recognizable was Mike Vrabel and Derrick Henry. Those mm -hmm. two guys are essentially gone. Rand Carthon is now the figure. And so what I think has to happen is Rand Carthon is going to have to grow up as a general manager extremely quick right we talk about like clock starting i'm not saying his clock has started but he's the dude now because unless you hire jim harbaugh it's not going to be this unbelievable known commodity that comes in and is the next head coach of the tennessee titans it's probably going to be an up-and-coming offensive coordinator a guru of quarterbacks a guy who is trendy it's not going to be the figure that mike Vrabel was and so Rand, Rand's got to grow up and he's got to be able, and I, I'm not saying that just like, I'm just saying that in a, in a sense of a general manager experience yeah, yeah, mindset yeah, is yeah. he's got to get in the face of these fans because Amy's not going to do it. Amy's well, not going to answer the questions. She's told us that. And that's just what it is. Then Rand has got to do it because there's no one else. Right. Because I, I agree with what you're saying because 
ran this wasn't like I, I truly believe this and i don't was think not jim harbaugh is coming here i just think he's the only candidate that is a known commodity i think the titans should call jim harbaugh but that's another point but uh so i this i i believe what i'm about to say firing mike rabel and this collaboration plan amy adam strunk mike rabel and Rand carthon when it began last january i feel like they thought this was going to work that GM comes in, no ego, wants to win, has been a part of a winning program with the Niners, wants to help his head coach who has won continue to win. And Amy felt like that was a good pairing. I do think there was a good level of yin and yang between the two personalities of Rabel and Rand. I think the idea was this is going to work. But when you get into it, you realize this is not going to work. So cut bait now rather than let it linger. And so that, I think, was a smart decision by Amy Adams-Strunk. I think Vrabel this offseason wanted to win now because he's not a loser. He's always been a winner, and we're going to win no matter what, and we're going to die trying. And I said this in my tweet. I think that competitive nature probably was a little bit too much where Ran, I think, should have come in there and kind of zinned out and said, we got to take a step back. We're probably not going to compete this year. And I think that was the dysfunction this offseason that led to all of the issues in season, right? And look, it, it all hindsight's 2020. It all happened the way that it did. Will Levis became the starter. I think that's a positive. He developed, he got experience. Those are pros. But I think that they didn't take a hard enough look in the mirror last season. And I don't know if we still have the I think we deleted the uh, the the graphic that we put on here all uh, off season that was rebuild or reset, right? And or retool and yeah. or retool. And th- what they did is they kind of reset, retooled. They didn't rebuild. And hindsight, yeah, I mean, looking back at it, that's kind of why we've come to the point that we have. Yeah, Zach, we talked about it in real time during the offseason. They're trying to have their cake and eat it too. They, they, and, they're trying to win and rebuild. That's mentality, right? Yeah, for sure. It, yeah, and and so there's a lot to that, right? Like if they if those three people, Amy, Vrabel, and Rand, could have agreed, said, okay, look, we need to rebuild. Vrabel, you will try to go win every game you possibly can when the game is kicked off. We don't say you don't – we're not doing that. But Vrabel has to then say, okay, if we go 6-11, and 11, you're not holding that against me. Because, exactly, right, but that but, wasn't established. It was, Rabel hey, said, we're going to bring no. the boys back one last time because Tannehill and, De- and Derek Henry in the last year of his contract. Let's go get DeAndre Hopkins because of Mike Vrabel's relationship. Check, and let's see how it plays out. Well, the results yeah. are in, and you're a six-win team, and the coach is no longer here. Andre says riding the defense definitely cost. Um, and and I, I definitely think that is true. All right, all right, let's get to some super chats because man, we got a lot of people coming in here with super chats throughout uh, this show. I do want to give a shout out and thanks to Wilson County Hyundai, always a great partner of ours. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Make them a part of your new car buying process. Go see our friend Painbone in Lebanon or online at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. We'll get to trivia next Wednesday probably. Uh, because just too much ground to cover uh, here with this news and what's going to transpire over the next several days and weeks. A ton of super chats. I'm going to start them uh, from the first that came. Uh, Ryan says, 
Uh, Tannehill and Rabel now need Burks and Phillips gone. It will be the best offseason ever. Uh, look, I don't know what the moves are going to be. We'll talk about those over the next weeks and months. But yeah, I think you could say, and Amy said this in her statement, this is the most important offseason in this franchise's history. Now, every offseason could be considered that. Um, and now the present is important. But this is a big deal for them to move on from a coach of the year two years after he was the coach of the year and have all the resources and assets to go do something legitimate. And to, to Ryan's point, you know, Burks and Phillips, that's a John Robinson. That's another uh, gross draft pick so far from John Robinson. And yep. those draft picks hurt you not just after they're drafted. They hurt you for years to come. Traylon Burks still has two years left to go in his deal. As does and he's not getting any better, it doesn't look like. Andre says, as simple, I don't like how things were going or Vrabel's demands. So I, as the owner, made a change straight up into the point. The why was obvious. Talking about what Amy Adam Shrunk had to say. Uh, Ryan comes back another super chat. Says, Harbaugh is coming to win the Titans a Super Bowl. Heard it here first, uh, calling his shot. So we'll... Uh, well, yeah, we'll he's a Michigan up. man. He always has oh, been. Yeah. So Ryan, you know... I mean, Ryan's just thinking of Ryan's emotions of a Kentucky quarterback and a Michigan man to come in here and help the Titans win a Super Bowl. All of your uh, faux fandoms uh, collaborating right there. I'll just use that one word one more time. Uh, Darren says, to be fair, uh, and it it was, and it's time to get offensive. She knows it. We know it. Austin's been saying it. I got to agree. If you're going to do it, it has to be now. Scared money don't make no money. Uh, Darren, uh, you agree with me. I agree with you. How about that? Um, I, I like well, and, how and that played out. Look, and I, we talk a lot on this show. We say a lot on this show, right? You, you know, we get things right and get things wrong. Derrick Henry's last game, that was a bad call by you. Did not get that. But you did get moving on from Mike Vrabel for offensive-minded head coach. You have been saying that for at least a season, at least a year. 365 days that Mike Vrabel for this franchise, again, to compete with the big four, Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, and Patrick Mahomes, that you're going to have to help your quarterback. And you always kind of felt, or at least in the last couple of years, that Mike Vrabel was not the guy to do that. Yep. There's always the, there's always going to be a constant issue with Vrabel. So now, it was the, now they Look, can't hire a defensive-minded head coach. Oh they have God. to hire an offensive. If they do, I saw some guy say Gerard Mayo, and I was like, "You, if they hire Gerard Mayo, all American from the Vols, I don't don't do not pander to Tennessee Vol fans by hiring Gerard Mayo." I swear, but I'm, I'm just, all right. So uh, Esco says Amy could have made a demand, gave it one more year, healthy team, hundred million dollars, no excuses. No, I, I think. Esco, I think one more year would have hurt, though. I, I think it's the Patriot. Could have, but this is the this is the Patriot way coming back and biting Mike Vrabel for the second time. Mike Vrabel was traded by Bill Belichick to the Chiefs, where they got value for Bel for Vrabel before he got too old. Right? The the Patriot way is is getting rid of the player earlier rather than too late. And they're not trading Vrabel. We know that for reasons, but. It was the right move to get rid of Vrabel maybe a year earlier than if he goes three years in a row without winning. Now you're one year extra behind with the rebuild. I like what they're doing here. Yeah, and 
look, that time will tell where Mike Vrabel will go and the success he will or will not have. And the same goes for the Tennessee Titans with their new coach. Right. Uh, uh, Lemuel says, uh, I think I got that name right. Right decision, wrong rationale. It was his overall philosophy she didn't like, less about the last two years. I think there's a lot. Uh, yeah, I think it's about the last two years being tough and then the philosophy moving forward. Um, I think. Um, because uh, we could all agree the team didn't quit on Vrabel. Even right. two years ago when they lost seven straight, including that last one, you know, Joshua Dobbs was their quarterback. You got to remember, right? Like, well, they, they had the they lead. were trying everything. Yeah, they were trying everything, scrapping and clawing, and it didn't work out. So I don't think it, you're right. It's not all about the losses. This is a number of circumstances. And I go back to what I said earlier in the show. A conversation was had between Amy and Vrabel that they were not willing to be on the same page. I think both parties. And so they mutually decided to leave and it ended up being Amy Adams drunk fired. Yeah, uh, for sure. All right. Kane comes in here and says, this is a business. We want a Super Bowl trophy wins are more valuable than any one person. Now upgrade the team and identity. Goodbye. Predictable offense. Amy owes us nothing but a Super Bowl trophy. So Kane, look, I think Amy doesn't, I mean, she doesn't have to do anything uh, that you want, but I, I do. Here's a, a, a misconception I think some fans have about Amy Adams Strong. Amy Adams Strong is a fan, right? Like she grew up as a fan of this organization because her father owned the team. She wants to win because she likes being a part of the fans. She's Miss Amy. She's Team Mom. She's at the tailgates. She's out there talking to fans at practices. She likes being a part of this organization and a part of the community. She wants to win for all of you guys. And that is why ultimately I'm not naive to this, that she doesn't go live and answer questions because she is not, I don't want to say this, but like she's not a professional public speaker. She doesn't answer nope. interview questions. She, you know, PK probably put her in a corner pretty quick with some questions that, you know, she may not know. And that perception is more important to her than, you know, being the Arthur Blank where having to admit some wrong, wrongs and, and rights at the same time. And so, like, I understand it. I'm not naive to it. I just, I do think that when pressure is applied, you can really find out the telltale of who a person is. And I just, I feel like she... With a billion-dollar business that impacts a city like this city that we all know and love and care about, I just do think she owes some some questions being answered live in real time instead of yeah. in a nice cushy chair next to Mike Keith. Yeah, I that, that, like, it, I agree. It, it, it kind of drives me nuts. <laughs> Paul Kaharski it would take him all about twenty-five seconds to get a takedown for two points and a quick pin match over. Like that's dumb. he did that to Rand. Is like, where have you been? Yeah. Like, yeah. where? What about you? Like, how many press conferences have you held? Like, yeah. you're the GM, and you know, Rand did what he did and said, "Well, that was kind of Mike Vrabel." Well, Mike Vrabel's gone, and that's why hey. Rand's going to have to now answer the hard questions. I think he did that as eloquently as he could. I don't think there was a ton of substance in a lot of the stuff, but he's going to have to figure that out. And like I said, grow up as a general manager in this NFL pretty quick as this team tries to figure out its vision where we don't know what the hell it is because he didn't tell us. 
Yeah, just like it was for Vrabel after J-Rob's firing, there's not much Rand Carthon can say uh, about something that wasn't his decision. Um, Andre says, I said months ago Vrabel wasn't the coach needed going forward, surrounded himself with lower-tier coaches and helped bad, help bad rosters, then made demands. Like I, I think something that we'll talk about more in depth of what Amy Adams Strunk said in that video about the coaching staff uh, that Vrabel, that the next head coach has to have, and is that a shot towards Vrabel's coaching staff. Rand did say yesterday that he's going to give the current staff, existing staff, an opportunity with whoever the new head coach is too. And I'll, look, I'll, I'll correct myself because Jacqueline, look, I, we read the comments, we value this. I'll correct myself with the language that I've used because I, 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 I've been searching for it. It's grow, it's not grow up. I, and I will put that, so I'll correct myself. Rand Carthon needs to grow as a general manager, not grow up. So I think Jacqueline, yeah. I appreciate that. And that may be Rand's burner account, but um, <laughs> you know, I, I, I think that's fair. So I will admit my, my use of that word. It's not grow up. It's grow as a general manager. Develop. Fair, fair right? for the it's jack. all those things. Yeah, for sure. Kick of the King says Rabel gone equals actually using wide receivers for more than just special teams and blocking. Also, Kelly Bowen, O-line coach, strength and conditioning staff, gone. Yes. I mean, maybe. You don't know. You don't know what it's going to be. There is no vision yet. We'll have to kind of stick with that. Uh, Andre says, have y'all checked on Sam? He loves him some Vrabel. Oh, I've had great. I've had so many conversations with Sam in the last 24 hours. Uh, they've all been really productive. Sam's got his opinion. He'll be on the show um, you know, this week, too. And he would have probably answered the wrong decision for the Titans to, to fire Vrabel, where Zach and I both said it was the right one. And that's why we have a, a plethora of different personalities that have their own opinion. I, I yep. to Sam, and I think this is funny, is he has been, like, just like you've kind of been a pro, let's you get rid of Vrabel, get an offensive my head coach. He does not think that this was the right move. And one or two may be correct, right? I mean, we're going to find out, but... Uh, Sam will be on the show later this week and you'll get to he'll get to support and, and support his uh, his theory and, and his reasoning for it. Yeah. Brandon says, Zach, you're the first person to convince me this could be the right call. I don't know if Rabel would ever develop an offense with Levis to beat those quarterbacks in the AFC. They cannot miss, though, Austin. I mean, yeah, I think I think Zach and I if, I, if I'm kind of bummed that I didn't help convince you. I thought my case is pretty damn good. <laughs> I've been making here. Uh, on this show. All right. Sightseeing with a couple super chats back to back says, I like Vrabel and his foundational building, but those frustrations over loyalty for one are frustrating. My question is who are the clear upgrades? We'll talk about coaching upgrades. Definitely moving forward. Uh, sightseeing comes back and says, uh, Rand didn't install a lot of confidence yesterday. I like the transparency about his inexperience, but I'm concerned about success and timeline. Fair concerns, right? But, John Robinson didn't hire Malarkey, right? That was a joint hiring for the most part. Vrabel was John Robinson's first hiring as a head as a GM. That was a good hire. Mike Vrabel was a rare, very good hire, successful hire by John Robinson. Rank Carthon could do great, could not. I, well, that's for all of us to find out. Um, in real time together. And then Andre. And I, 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 I want to say that on, I want to say real quick, just because you've done something the first time doesn't mean you're going to be terrible at it. Right. Yeah. I mean, like we got to give him, he was hired as a general manager in this league for a reason. You got to give him an opportunity 
to lean on the guys that have mentored him to get him to the point that he is and how he got the job to say, what do you think about this? What should the vision be? That's why, to touch on the vision real quick, he never told us the vision. I think that was probably a strategy for like the interview process. So coach doesn't come in there and, uh, well, I watched the press conference. I know exactly what your vision is. So I'm going to sit there and placate to you. I get that. I do want to know the vision. And he says, we'll know it in due time. I am curious about what Rand Carthon and Amy Adams Strunk's vision is for this franchise without Mike Vrabel. And I saw another comment saying, you know, how many coaches do you think will get fired or their turnovers? I, I do think that there will be quite a bit of, uh, I think Sean said this. Do you think that the entire coaching staff will change? Uh, entire is a, a harsh word. No, I, I wouldn't be expecting yeah. entire. But yeah. I, I think mass change is on the horizon. And usually, you look, just like Mike Vrabel's network came with him, somebody else's network is going to come with them when they hire their new head coach. And I'm sure there will be a couple pieces that stick, right? Um, that, you know, just like Arthur Smith stuck around through multiple head coaching changes. Um, we've seen that in the past. Um, Andre says, so does this mean no more versatility? They play special teams. We got to get the third and manageable and wide receivers at block and block first and catch third. What? I mean, maybe I, we'll have to figure that out. Um, there's a lot of uh, things that we'll have to kind of learn by whoever they bring in, whoever they hire. And then Ryan comes back. It says Austin has better takes than Sam and Buck combined. Look, okay. I, I thanks. Um now, but, now he's brown nosing you because yeah, you call I know. him out for being a bad fan of, of right 10 teams. Yeah, but look, I, I agree in my takes. I agree with a lot of what Sam and Buck say. Buck is very connected. Buck talks to a lot of people in the facility and in, around the organization, around the league. So I, I listen to Buck and I use some of my takes off of what Buck shares. So, you know, I, I, but I, my belief that in the NFL in today's age, it's very difficult to sustain a lot of success with a defensive minded head coach for a longer period of time. In this you era of have, football, you can have pockets of great winning, right? And the Titans had that with Vrabel. But when the quarterback changes, the play caller changes, those are the things that have to stay the same to win in this decade of the NFL and the Titans have to get correct. And that is their opportunity. They have, will they take full advantage of it? We'll find out. And in Mike Vrabel's six seasons, two of his offensive coordinators left, got jobs. One was fired and Todd Downing. And then the other one was Tim Kelly. I want to say this to kind of close up because I think you got to kind of end on a positive note and I think that the Titans are not in a terrible position. The sky is falling. Coach is fired. What are they doing? Oh, my gosh. Why isn't Amy speaking? There's so many things to distract us from the opportunity at hand. And the opportunity at hand for this franchise is they can go get a really good offensive-minded head coach to help Will Levis become one of the four, right? Right. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson, and Joe Burrow to compete with those four. If they can go get a really talented offensive-minded head coach that can help groom and mature Will Levis into the quarterback he needs to be while Rand Carthon goes and 
spends the $74 million or at least a portion of it in free agency, drafts very well at seven overall or wherever they end up actually picking throughout the course of this draft and start to rebuild starting now. The expectations have been lowered. The division has gotten better, but they have a lot of new, exciting resources to win 2027 hits, which is the brand new stadium, new Nissan Stadium. When they kind of reveal that, you're kind of running on all cylinders. That's the yep. best case scenario. And they have a lot of opportunity in front of them starting now. Cosine. Cosine. Look, a lot of people, John says wrong, wrong, just wrong, period. A lot of people uh, will disagree with this uh, for the most part. Uh, Zach, I ran a poll on our YouTube uh, right when we start off the show. Right or wrong decision to fire Mike Vrabel. Do you want to take a guess at the percentage right versus wrong before we wrap up? What do you think our YouTube audience Percentage of right versus wrong. 58% right. You just won the double showcase because you're what? 59, 59% right. So you got, you didn't go over. You won the Aye. double showcase. Come on down, Zach Bingham. What a hell of a way to end the show. I had no idea. That was a complete and utter guess. 59% I'll take it. right. 41% wrong. All right. Lots of content. Don't tell me I don't know our chat. I know our community. Yeah. We've, been, go. we've been on a daily basis. We do this every single day. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel if you're watching right now. But we do this every single day. And we do it at night with Buck. And we do it all throughout the course of the day with all of our videos that we put out on all of our socials our chat is we've gotten to know them over the last several several years right they are fans they should be fans but i don't i don't think that they're crazy or irrational i think they know exactly what this team is and they go through roller coasters of emotions like we all do but damn it i'll take that one percent off there you go. How about this? For that double showcase, you win 40% off all of our merch oh! at shop.azsportsnational.com. So congratulations, Zach Bingham, uh, for your uh, near-perfect prediction and guess there. Wow. You guys never do off. this. So I feel so special that, that we're actually doing this for me. So I'm going to go. I may get another pullover or a T-shirt or a hat. I'm going to go there. I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that I won the showcase. I know that this is a unique thing to the show. <laughs> and we don't normally do this on really any occasion. So I'll, I feel good. I feel special. There you go. All right. One more super chat because it came in late one 22 J Rob's pick made Vrabel look like a good coach maximized talent. I think that was Eddie without Derek Henry. What did Vrabel really do? Well, there's a lot to that there. We're an hour and a half almost into the show. So we're going to wrap this up so much more to discuss with this. So make sure you stay tuned Hit that like button, please, on the Facebook and YouTube videos. That just makes it grow bigger and better for all of us involved. Please hit the like button for us. Buck Rising will be live tonight for A to Z Sports Primetime. Check out A to Z Sports.com uh, for all of our updated content there. I know Buck's got a couple pieces he's working on, as does Sam. 
uh, for more details emerging from uh, Mike Vrabel's meeting with Amy Adams-Strunk. And we'll see you guys tomorrow morning on Thursday. Appreciate it as always. Adios.